Mr. Thomas, now crime is among some of the key concerns for South African tourism industry. So what do you think of this initiative of creating a special police unit to protect tourists to provide safer travel experiences here in South Africa? It's, it's not new. It's not unusual. In the early 90s, such a unit was established um, out of what was then John Foster Square, later renamed uh, Joburg Central. They had a satellite police station in Satellite Mall that actually serviced um, the protection needs of tourists that were coming and staying at the Johannesburg Sun, the Carlton Hotel, the Rand International. Um, but with other hotels in the area closing down, like the Landros, the President's, and then eventually the Carlton, then the Joburg Sun, and then, of course, the Rand International, that unit dissolved. I think it did some good work. Um, there were a lot of tourists at that stage coming to South Africa as we were emerging out of the dark days of apartheid into um, the new dawn. But with the, the tourists moving to Sandton and to different areas, it seems as if that unit was no longer required. But when you look at the area that they, they policed and you look at the concentration of hotels at that time, it worked. If you're now talking about tourists coming to South Africa as a whole that visit our entire country, I don't understand how they intend to have such a unit rolled out and what the intentions would be in terms of the management of such a unit. For me, the, the towns, the municipalities, the provincial governments, they should be rather responsible for rolling out some kind of protection for tourists in hotspots rather than another national unit that may fail. Like we've seen with the railway police, the railway police was a police force established in South Africa, disbanded, I think, right about 1986. It re-emerged a couple of years ago to protect our railway as well as our rail commuters, and we all know what the condition of our railways currently are. So mm. what is that unit actually doing? But overall, do you think that such a unit will see perhaps a significant decrease in tourism-related crimes? We've also heard about the German tourist that was killed in uh, close to Lampopo and so on. And w will that assist if such a unit is, uh, is uh, put in place? The figures of our, of our tourism that come to South Africa are just so vast. I can't see there being a unit capable of looking after just tourists. Right now, as you and I sit here, we have a police force that speak about force multiplying, speaking about new boots on the ground, but they're not capable of looking after the citizens of the land. Mm. So how, how is it going to be possible to deploy a specialized unit throughout the country considering how big the tourism industry is? Now, on a separate note, the bodies of two police detect detectives rather, have been found in Rudaport. Do you feel that uh, a qualifying private security officers being deputized as temporary peace officers working under the supervision of SAPS may assist in protecting law enforcement in this regard? I do. Um, it's already happening, except it's not formalized. There's an informal public-private partnership between the police and the private security industry. It's known as the E2 project, which is eyes and ears. The police use... Um, security companies that they know are in force in certain areas to help respond to crime, to act as force multipliers when they do raids in certain areas, especially in the mining community. So I do believe that if there are qualifying security officers and security companies that can assist the SAPs during this, this period of time of lawlessness, I don't believe it should be a permanent solution. I do believe, however, there are solutions in place. When one looks at the, the warden situation that's been introduced, the role of those wardens hasn't been quite clearly identified. 
but it still doesn't come close to the amount of feet that are needed on the ground. There's already the number of feet in terms of security officers. You've got 880,000 operational security officers, uh, which is more than four times the amount of police officers. They need to make use of this facility that's already available. And, and how is it going to be funded, though? That's the question. Well, my understanding is that the E2 project, they, they utilize police, uh, the police utilize security officers that are strong in certain communities in certain areas. And it has worked. And we've seen certain security companies working in joint projects with the police when it comes to the policing of areas that are no-go areas, specifically um, the older mining-type areas. The security companies themselves are generating sufficient revenue from both community policing where they're providing an armed response service or they're providing boots on the ground in terms of patrols, as well as through their retail sites and their other commercial type sites. It should become the norm that these security companies are utilized in those areas because they are already being funded, and it shouldn't be an added burden to the taxpayer. In other words, if a security company has armed response officers that are based in specific areas, those those officers should be being utilized under supervision of SAPS to react to crime or to go in with SAPS and act as a, a form of cordon protection. When we had the commandos, for example, which were a military unit, the commandos didn't fulfill the roles and duties of police officers. They freed up the police officers. So when a hostel was raided, for example, the police didn't have to worry about watching their back because the perimeter was protected by the commandos so that the police could be freed up to do research and seizure operations. And something similar needs to be done with security companies, mm-hmm. where those security companies can be called upon to assist in special operations and, of course, to assist where they strong on the ground. But, the that, only, that, but, but does that then suggest that the police is being protected by security companies? I wouldn't say protected. I'd say supported, and they already are supported by security companies. If you look at any of the main operations that have taken place of late, there's been some element of private security that has been involved involved in support of the police. The only problem I foresee is that when you talk about the areas in which security companies are prevalent and can assist, the majority of the time it's moneyed areas, it's suburbia. We're not seeing informal Settlements police, we've not seen the traditional township environment policed because those areas are still very reliant on the police. So from a CSI perspective, to give back to the community, these security companies should be able to budget Mm -hmm. to be able to assist those areas as well in support of the police.